Welcome to the Mesmerizing Marketing Podcast, where we take a deep dive into the latest marketing trends, tools, and tips, and provide you with the top resources you need to thrive and make your marketing mesmerizing. And now, here's your host, Dimple Dang. This is one of the exciting things that we're going to do today. So I have a workshop coming up on September 18th, which is going to be a live Zoom workshop on a Saturday where we will be going through the entire process of launching your podcast. And for one lucky person who stays through the very end is going to win access to that. And for those of you who want details, you can click on my Instagram bio. And the first link is about the workshop so you can get more details. And at the end, we're going to have have you guys come up and we're going to answer questions. But also, start thinking about if you don't have a podcast and you've always wanted to have one, start thinking about what your compelling reason is for wanting to launch your show. And then our moderators are going to take a vote and pick a winner that's going to get my masterclass absolutely for free. And they're going to have a podcast launched literally that weekend. So that's super exciting. Adam, welcome and give us an introduction. Well, thank you, Miss Dimple Dang. Uh, I'm always excited to be here. My name is Adam Shibley. I am a full-time podcaster and podcast addict. Admittedly, I've got three shows. Two of them are in the podcasting space. My main show is called Podcasting Business School, where I aim to teach uh, podcasters how to love their show like a hobby, but build it like a business. I also have a show called Podcast Launch Tips, which would be very appropriate for anybody interested in the topic here today. And I've got one in the health space called Low Carb Hustle. When people are thinking about launching a show, uh, this is one of the most exciting times, uh, in my opinion, as an entrepreneur, because you're starting a media company. And a lot of people think, oh, it's a podcast. It's kind of like a Facebook post. I'm like, no, no, no. Like that Facebook post, it comes and it goes. And when you're launching your own show, you've got a Rolodex of great information that you've curated that's always there. It's evergreen. And you're going to have people reaching out from all different states, all different countries saying, hey, thank you for doing this show. It's really impacted my life and it'll just blow your mind. So if you have not yet launched your show, you're in the right place with my good friend and pod pal, Dimple Dang. Thank you so much, Adam. Mitra, are you available to say hello and tell us about your podcast that you're going to be launching and tell us how excited you are? Hi, everyone. I am super excited. But let me warn you about Dimple and Adam. They will write your butt till you get off your butt and get this thing done. I've been wanting to do podcasts for the last three years. At least I threatened to do podcasts. But Every time I come up with excuse after excuse after excuse till I met Adam and Dimple and I ran out of excuses that would be believable. And now I'm actually can't believe I'm taking steps to do it. It's scary. There are times I lose my motivation, but then I come to one of these rooms or talk to Dimple or Adam and I'm back up. So you just have to do it because now I'm accepting that perfection doesn't exist. And what had been holding me back was wanting to study and do everything I need to have it perfect first episode. And you just need to pick up the 
microphone and go for it. So I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm pumped. My podcast is going to be Laughter at Law, and it's going to be teaching ordinary people to avoid having to go to a lawyer because they won't get themselves into legal messes. And that's my goal to spread the word, educate everyone or anyone that wants to listen to my podcast. Thank you for this opportunity. We are so excited for you, Mitra, and we can't wait to see what you come up with because whenever you come into our rooms, we know that you definitely have a great sense of humor and that's going to resonate really well on a podcast. I absolutely love that. And all right, so you guys, we're going to get started. I'm going to tell you guys the format for today's room. This episode is going to be on my podcast, so it's being recorded. So if you do come up to ask a question, you are consenting to possibly being on the podcast. So what we're going to do right now is we're going to get started. So today we're going to talk about podcast launch strategy. This is the thing that I think people get stuck on is how do I get started? How do I launch? What equipment do I use? Where do I record? What hosting platforms do I use? So I'm going to talk a little bit about those things, and I'm going to throw some questions out to Adam as well. So in terms of getting started, the first step is really deciding that you want to do it. Make up your mind to do it, and don't worry about the how. The how is going to come later. You don't have to know every single thing. You don't have to know even what you're going to name your show. You don't have to know all of those things, right? But if you commit to doing something and you tell yourself, I'm going to do something, That's powerful because if you make a commitment to yourself that you're going to launch a podcast, then you know what? The universe is going to help you launch that podcast. It's going to bring the right people, the right resources to you. And we're here today in this room and podcasting for beginners to help you guys with all of that. So I'm going to start with that. So the first step is being intentional and deciding that you want a podcast, right? And then the second step is, okay, think about your show, what is it going to be on, right? What is the topic that you want the show to be on? And I would say that it's best to niche down because when you niche down your topic, you're going to have a very targeted audience and your message is going to resonate with that person. And when your message resonates with them, what happens is it really, really turns those fans into loyal followers, which is what you want. That is so important for building a brand, you know, a podcast that you can speak to your target audience and create a podcast about something that you love speaking about, that you love talking about. Your podcast should be on that. It shouldn't be on what you think you should be doing based on what other people are doing. It should really be on where, what are your skills and what are your passions and how can you combine your passions and your skills to produce a show that's captivating for your audience, right? So that's the second step. And then the third step is deciding, and you don't have to decide this right away, but determining, do you want to do solo episodes or do you want to do episodes with other people and interview guests? And here's what I say, because this is a question we get a lot about podcasting, is that you can do a combination of both which is what I do. So if you go to my podcast, Mesmerizing Marketing, the link is in my Instagram bio, you can see that there's episodes where I have guests that I interview. And then there's episodes that are solo episodes. And the beauty of the solo episodes is that you don't have to go through the process of coordinating anything. You can literally just hit the record button, you can record an episode, 
And if you want to, you can publish it the very same day or within a few minutes. And there, and that's powerful. And then having guests is great too, because it can help you expand to their audience, right? Today, we're really focusing on podcast launch strategy. So I want to throw out a question to my buddy, my pod pal, as Adam would say, I want to throw out a question to Adam up here. And I want to say to Adam, what do you think is step number one, Adam? Well, I love this question, Dimple, because whenever I'm launching somebody's show, I like to really find out their purpose first and different forms of a a purpose of a podcast. Like some people, it's like a personal journal. It's artistic. It's expressive. They have no financial goals. They just want to create content and express themselves and have a show and kind of have it as a hobby. So that's one very valid purpose. Another purpose is maybe you have a an existing business and you want to grow your brand and, and drive traffic and interest in your business by having a podcast on that topic. That's another very valid purpose of a show. And then another one is I want to create a show and create business out of that. So another really great purpose for a show. And once you figure out where you lie out of those particular categories, we can build the show like Dimple, like like what you said, we build the show that your audience and your ideal listener wants. So if somebody is like, I've got, like, I'm, I work with a lot of people in real estate. All right. They launch real estate based podcasts. And they're like, I've got a real estate agency. I'm a residential realtor and I really want to grow my brand and drive more traffic. So I make more sales. And if I get sponsorships, that's awesome too. So I'm like, all right, that's our purpose. Now I understand. Now, who is the ideal listener? And a lot of times it's like somebody that's wanting to buy a house or moving to my hometown. All right. How do we serve them? How do we become a resource? For them. And once we brainstorm on that, then that's what we start creating content around. So really the very, very first step for me is what is the overall purpose? Because I don't want to help somebody. I don't want to put on my business hat if this is just a total creativity hobby project. And I don't want to put on my creative hobby project hat if this is like, no, 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 I want to drive business. So that's the very first step in uh, the process whenever I, I get the opportunity to launch somebody's show. Thank you so much, Adam, for sharing that. Dimple, so, yes. if I could just add here with regard to purpose, my struggles. Initially, you got to have focus on your purpose. Yeah, you know what? I love that, Mitra, because I mean, you're right. And I think that if we don't have focus, like we really can't accomplish anything, right? We're going to get derailed. And I think that it's really important to focus. And I think one of the ways that, you know, we can focus better on something is write it down, put it on the calendar, put it in your journal, write a letter to yourself. Here's a really cool strategy. And even though it doesn't directly relate to podcasting, it does relate to launching your podcast and launching anything that you set your mind to in your business. And it's a strategy where you like can write a letter to yourself. You would get out a piece of paper tonight in a quiet place and you're going to date this letter a month from today. So let's say today's date is September 9th, right? So you're going to date this letter October 9th and you're going to write in this letter as if you're reading it to yourself and you've already achieved all of your goals and all the things that you want to achieve. So you're going to write this letter to yourself and it would say something like, I'm going to use you as the example, Mitra. You're going to say, 
I am so excited I woke up today and my podcast is live. I'm so excited that my podcast went live and I have all of these people that have reached out to me to congratulate me. I've been wanting to launch this podcast forever and it's actually done. I'm so excited that laughter at law, which was once a dream, is now my reality. It is something that I can't you know, wait to share my message with the world. And I have accomplished this. I'm feeling super happy. I'm feeling excited. So Mitra, you'd write this letter to yourself and then you're going to read this letter every morning and you're going to read this letter every night. You're going to put it like by your bedroom or your office or wherever, like you can read it in the morning and then you can read it at night. And what's going to happen is you're going to find out that you have to read it every single day, twice a day for the 30 days. And then you're going to find out that a lot of the things that you write in this letter have actually come true. I encourage anyone who's in this room to actually try this strategy. And then when we have one of our rooms here in a month to come back and tell me how it went for you, because I I can guarantee that you're going to achieve a lot of the things that you write on that letter. I actually did it because you suggested that to me. And that's how I got me focused on one goal, because I realized I was going every which way. And also, it made me put me in touch with what I wanted rather than what people wanted. And that was the huge pivot that was helpful for me. You're so welcome. Okay, so we talked about a couple of things in terms of what are what's the beginning? What's step one in terms of launching a podcast? And now we're going to go through some of the other things that we always get questions about, which is you're going to launch a podcast. Let's talk a little bit about equipment, right? There's tons of microphones out there and there's, you know, tons of ways that you can record. Some people when they're starting out, they use Zoom. I don't really recommend that. And I'll tell you why in a minute. But as far as microphones and stuff, you can get a Blue Yeti and I have a free PDF download that you can download for free on my Instagram. The handle is She Wears Stilettos. And you can download the live streaming and podcasting resources where I tell you what my favorite microphones are and also my favorite ring lights and things like that and even hosting platforms but the blue yeti is like around a hundred dollars and it works just amazingly fine as long as you're not in an environment where you have a lot of exterior noise that you need to tune out but if you don't have that the blue yeti is pretty pretty amazing so you you can get that microphone you want to make sure if you have a podcast that you're going to also repurpose for video that you have good lighting. Good lighting is so important. And the best lighting that you can get is natural daylight. But if you don't have natural daylight, you can get a ring light. And the ring light that is my favorite is also in that PDF. You can see which one it is that I like. But it's just important to have high quality, high resolution video. And how do you get that? So one of the platforms that I use to get high quality video and high quality audio in terms of recording. So instead of using Zoom, what I recommend using is Riverside.fm. And when I say I love Riverside, I'm not kidding. I absolutely love Riverside. And there's a couple of reasons why. One is that if you are going to be interviewing guests for your podcast, right, and your guest, maybe they're in a different city, they're in a different country, maybe their internet connection isn't that good, and you spend an hour recording this interview and you download the video and you're like, oh, oh, like I, their resolution's bad. I can't use this. So that's what would happen normally, right? But when you use Riverside.fm, what it does is it records your video 
on two separate tracks. You can download them on separate tracks and put the video together and you will be amazed at how, how good the quality is. Even though when you're filming, it looks bad. But in reality, when you download it on a separate track, it is amazing quality. And in, it's in 4K, which is phenomenal. Then also the audio quality is amazing. So riverside.fm, it is in my PDF resources list. You guys can download it from my Instagram. And I'm gonna I'm gonna pause for a second. I want to know what Adam uses. Adam, what's your favorite recording platform? Uh, the ATR2100. Uh, you can pick it up on Amazon for 97 bucks. Uh, get a little pop filter action, and you're good to go. So that's something that I use as a mic. I record my episodes on uh, StreamYard. It's very similar to Riverside as far as purpose and quality level. The thing I like about StreamYard is you get to dress it up with a, a nice background. You can do, you can have banners scrolling across the bottom and you can stream live into three different platforms. So I can go live in LinkedIn, live in YouTube, live in Facebook. And I have people commenting as we do an interview or a solo episode and I can flash the comments up onto the screen. And uh, so it's very user-friendly. Uh, I love it. And it makes me look a lot more professional than I actually am, which is, it's so, so nice. I'm big on the ATR 2100 mic and StreamYard. I've got a Logitech camera that I use, which was like a $200 camera. Uh, so my, my podcasting equipment budget is like, you know, 300, 350 bucks total. And I have a lot of newer podcasters that come up to me and they're like, should I get this $600 microphone? And I'm like, no, uh, I want you to buy a $97 microphone. So that, that's usually what I recommend when it comes to people's marketing budgets or, or podcast launch budget. So uh, those are a few thoughts. Absolutely, Adam. Thank you so much. And also, if you are thinking of launching a podcast, if you can share with us your why. The moderators are going to take a vote on one person and I'm going to give them a free ticket to my live masterclass that is five hours long on a Saturday where we go through the entire process. And literally you're going to leave with a podcast that is launched as long as you do your pre-homework. So just make sure you stay through the end. Follow me on Instagram as well, because that's where I post exclusive events and podcast releases. So you can find that content there. You can check out my link for my free downloads and my masterclass. So we're talking about equipment and microphones. The Blue Yeti works just fine. Now, if you want something upgraded, you can get that later. But when you're starting out, you don't have to go really expensive. You literally just need to figure out what's going to work for you. But Riverside.fm is absolutely amazing. And one of my pet peeves about recording in Zoom as far as video is that half the video is chopped off. There's all that extra space that's not full width. So with Riverside, it's completely full width. It's high quality 4K video. And then also for audio, it gives you the ability to edit your audio files to make them sound better. It can remove some of the background noise and it can also just even out like the, the sound between the two speakers. So it's absolutely amazing. Next, we're going to talk about hosting platforms, because a lot of people always ask me about Anchor. I always say it's okay. If you're not serious about your podcast, you can try it. But if you really want to take your podcast seriously, then I wouldn't recommend using that because you're probably going to switch to something else later down the road anyway. And one of the reasons why I don't recommend it is if you read their terms and conditions, and I know lately they might have changed them, they previously they owned your content. 
and you don't want to be on any platform that owns your content. You always want to own your own content. And what it breaks down to for me is I don't recommend Anchor just because I feel like it's behind a little bit. The analytics aren't there. It's hard to get your show everywhere it needs to be. It's a little bit clunky. The The security isn't quite there where I want it. But if it's Anchor or no podcast, then do Anchor. Do whatever platform best suits you and your technical ability so that you can have a show. Like having a show is better than not having a show. So that's the reason. But one of the favorite platforms that I use for hosting is called Captivate.fm. Again, Captivate.fm. Again, it's in my PDF download on my Instagram link. You can get that um, for free. But I love it because it even gives you a, a website. I design websites and stuff, WordPress websites. A normal average website can cost anywhere from $2,000 to $3,000, right? So with your hosting monthly fee, which they think is only $17 a month, you get a website that's included and you can have your unique URL so that it like mine, if you go to mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com and you can see what their website looks like, right? And then it also gives you really decent analytics. And then what I like about Captivate.fm, it is one of the newer platforms. It's very modern and sleek looking. The podcast players are beautiful. And I know that the other thing is too, if you want to be able to pitch sponsors down the road, they have a marketing section where you can literally push a button and you can get a PDF, create it with like stats of your show that if you wanted to share with someone, you can share with someone. So they think that's pretty cool. So that's what I use. I'd love to see what Adam uses. Yeah, I'm a little old school because I, I started back in 2016. So I'm a Libsyn kind of a guy. And I love it when companies make their name really hard to say and spell. I'm like, great marketing, right? That's not quite mesmerizing marketing, is it? Is it there, Dimple? L-I-B-S-Y-N. It has really good analytics. It's very easy to use. And that's why I use that. Now, Captivate is hot. Like I've got a lot of clients that use it. I'm in there all the time. Buzzsprout is very similar. But if I was starting fresh, I would take a good hard look at Captivate just because of how you know it looks awesome. And it's very, it's even more user-friendly. So those are my thoughts on podcast. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Adam. Yeah. Lipsing is like an old school favorite. Definitely. Definitely is. That's one that I would put my stamp of approval on for sure as well. So, um, all right. So I've got Billy up here, Billy, we're recording this for my podcast. Go ahead and introduce yourself and then tell us what hosting platform is your favorite. Excellent. Thank you, Dimple. My name is Billy Thorpe and podcaster for about three years. Got into it in the saltwater fishing space. I was able to monetize super early, several different ways. Didn't turn back uh, to that other industry and really just enjoy helping people make money with their podcast. And so you check out my show, Podcasting for Money. And my favorite hosting platform, I've only used two, so I really don't have much to say about this. I used Podbean for a really long time, but not only for my show, but I used way back in the day, used to help someone else with their show. So I've been in that Podbean space for a while, but I just recently, maybe six, eight months ago, switched over to sounder.fm. So it's a couple of executives from Spotify and Google partnered up and launched this audio management platform. So a lot of the services that you pay for separately, they include like transcription and maybe some of these, maybe most of these companies are doing this now too. I don't know, but they have transcription and they have this in audio search. So if you get to one of my podcasts on my, I don't really promote my Sounder website, but if you went on the player, on the Sounder player, 
you'd like type in a word and it would take you to that part of the podcast. All kinds of cool features, a lot of different hosting companies. I would say if you make a little bit of investment and you get some skin in the game, it creates some accountability. I feel obligated to watch Hulu because I pay for it. Not that I want to watch it, but I just feel obligated. And so if you create your podcast and it's push comes to shove, maybe that will help you be like, I'm paying for it. I might as well go ahead and hit the record button. So stuff for free always costs something. I agree with that. There's some skin in the game. When you pay for something, there's definitely accountability. And it doesn't matter if it's like a dollar or a hundred dollars, but the minute you get your credit card out and you pay for something, I think it's a whole like mindset shift. So thank you so much for sharing that, Billy. All right. So next we're going to talk about podcast editing, right? And that is something that is a necessary evil when it comes to podcasting. And I know some people get very scared of that, like, oh, my God, I don't know how I can edit this. I don't have thousands of dollars to invest in paying someone to do it. So I'm going to share with you guys an easy way to edit your podcast with a platform that I use myself that I absolutely love. And it is called Descript.com. Again, it's called Descript.com. And I love it because it removes all of your filler words by pushing one button if you want. It allows you to even record your voice in case like there was part of the audio that wasn't audible. And it just is absolutely amazing. It allows you to add your intro and outro and it integrates directly with it integrates directly with hosting platforms like Captivate and Buzzsprout and, and possibly a few others as well. So that's one that you guys can check out for that. Again, like I have a free PDF in my Instagram bio link. You can go download it at She Wears Stilettos as the handle, but it's linked here since you're on Clubhouse right now. Adam, think back to back, back, back in the good old days when you started podcasting. How are you doing your editing? I edited my own show for a very, very long time. Now I have a an editing and production service that people pay me for. So, and I that way it makes sense that I have them doing mine also. <laughs> but for a lot of years, I was in GarageBand, like that native app inside of my 2009 MacBook Air, which I still I've, I've recorded all my episodes on this 2009 MacBook Air. If that's not a testimonial for Apple computer. I don't know what is. It, it still works. I would get in GarageBand and knock it out. Now, the Descript is amazing. And that's what our editing team uses. And I also use that when I put together my video highlight clips. If I'm going to do a one-minute video highlight clip and pull my video off of uh, StreamYard, I'll put it in there. And I love it because you can edit the video by looking at the text that pulls up. So it'll have the whole transcription pulled up and I can just delete it and look through it real quick and go, okay, I know exactly where I want to capture this video, delete everything else, highlight it, delete it. Boom. I've got my, my 60 second video clip as well. So the script is awesome and I love it. Thanks Adam. I, I want to dive into this a little bit deeper, Adam, because so I haven't, tested out that feature yet, which I'm really excited. So I'm going to ask you some more questions about that. So for video, are you telling me that if you have a video, let's say it's a 60 minute interview, and there's parts of the interview that you want to delete, right? And you just want to edit those out by looking at the audio. And would you be able to just delete the audio? And it's also going to delete the video clip of the portions that you don't want. Walk me through that process. Yeah, this is so magical. And I learned this from my friends, Pablo and Isar. They ran me through this and I was like, mind 
blown. Hashtag mind blown, pod pal. So you go into script and let's say you've got a 45 minute episode. You load the video file and with that video file, it, it will say, hey, would you like to tra- transcribe this? Yes. And it'll transcribe it within 60 seconds. You've got the transcription and you can also see the video at the same time. So what you can do is edit the video with the transcription. So if I delete a sentence, if I highlight the first sentence of whatever comes out of my mouth on the transcription and delete it, it deletes it on the, it edits the video at the same time. Mind blown. So what I'll do is just go and I'll find my 60 second highlights, delete everything else. Like Dimple says, you can take out the ums and all the filler words. And that's why I have so much content on my IG with all these highlight clips and you can resize it. So like, all right, this is an Instagram post. So it's square or it needs to be an Instagram real size and you can just convert it over immediately and just download it and you're good to go. So within a few minutes, you can have five, six, seven, ten 10 highlight clips of 15 seconds for reels, 30 seconds for reels, one minute for an Instagram post, longer for an Instagram TV. It's really effective and it's super, super easy to do. So you aren't searching through video. Like that sucks. That's really hard and it takes a long time. And if you pay someone else, it's going to take them a long time. So I would, I would definitely recommend using Descript uh, to create your highlight videos. Thanks so much, Adam. I knew it has that feature and that's one of the other reasons why I was so excited about Descript.com. I mean, I just have never used it so far, but I love it. I'm going to check it out because I did a summit last year where I have a ton of videos and I would like to edit those. And next, I wanted to welcome up Shireen and she is also going to be launching a podcast. And I also, I think I'm going to throw a question out to you, Shireen. So introduce yourself and I want to know what's your why? What's the big reason behind now deciding to launch your podcast and, and what it means to you? Hi, Dimple. Thanks so much. Hello, everyone in the listening gallery. Podcasting was something, uh, first of all, my name is Shereen, and I am a corporate trainer and a law firm trainer. I'm also the host of the Lawyer Summit and the soon-to-be-released Path to Partnership podcast. And I did not have podcasting even on my sites. I didn't want to do it. I thought it was too time-consuming to involve, and I really did not want to add anything else to my plate. And it was actually sitting in one of Dimple's rooms that she was hosting and uh, modding that everyone were saying, well, if you just want to interview people and put that on your website, that is a podcast. And so the reason why I want to use it is to give me more gravitas in the legal field. I'm working more with lawyers and law firms and also giving me an in because I will get to meet the people that the very people that I wanted to interview. And I actually got this idea of wonderfully, of course, is Megan Markle. Megan Markle had her before she married Prince Harry she had her blog and she would just interview different people. So if you really want to make an impact and you really want to have that asset, a podcast is the way to go. Thanks so much, Gimple. Thank you so much, Shireen. All right. This is being recorded for my podcast. If you do come up and ask questions, you may end up on my podcast, which is a great thing. So I want to welcome up Sid and Sid is also a podcaster. Introduce yourself and tell us when you launch your podcast, what was your why? Yeah. Hey, thanks. It's great to be here with you guys. My name is Sid Meadows and I'm a business strategist and high performance coach. I have two podcasts. One is called The Trend Report and that is a really niche down podcast that focuses on people that sell office furniture. And then I have a new podcast launching in October called The Amazing Entrepreneurs Club, 
which is focusing on helping entrepreneurs grow and grow their business through a series of conversations with amazing entrepreneurs sharing their stories and their tips along their journey. And Dimple, why did I start? The first one I started to be able to have a voice in our community of those people that sell office furniture to talk about issues and challenges that are facing the industry, as well as to interview people that are doing new and different things and CEOs of companies. And it's really successful. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I really enjoy it. But it was about being a voice in the industry and helping people along their journey. The second one, the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club, I just described what it was, and that is the why. Entrepreneurship can be a very lonely journey. It can be a difficult and challenging journey, and nobody should have to go this alone. And so I'm creating a community. I'm building a community of entrepreneurs to help other entrepreneurs. And that's at the core of what I'm doing and why I'm starting the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club in October. So thanks for having me up. Thank you, Sid. I love that. Yeah, podcast is definitely a great way to build community. So thank you for sharing that. I want to welcome up Tanner Campbell. He's an amazing podcaster that has been podcasting for years. So Tanner, love it if you can introduce yourself to the audience. And then I'm going to throw some questions out here. You weren't here earlier that I threw out to some of the other moderators of some of the things that we've talked about. I would love to hear what you love as far as resources for recording, what your favorite recording platform is, what your favorite hosting platform is, and maybe talk us a little, talk to us a little bit about editing because I know you're really good at editing. Maybe you can throw some tips in there for getting started because I know you have a lot of great perspectives to share. Hey, Dimple. Thanks. You're going to might have to re-ask some of those. It's been a while since I've been on the platform. But my name is Tanner. I own a recording studio in Denver. Prior to that, I owned one in Maine, one in Florida, and previously in Colorado before Florida. Lived in Colorado twice. I work with podcasters every day. I help them to grow their audiences. In some cases, I engineer their audio for them as a hired editor. Uh, and I produce my own stuff in-house. And if you want to rephrase any of those questions, Dimple, I'm happy to answer them. I do remember who's your favorite podcast host. Yeah, I love Captivate. Um, but I want to know what you love about it, about Captivate.fm. So usually when people are asking me this question, it's because they are looking for a podcast host for the first time. And I find Captivate to be not only possessing a strong community of its users, but it's led by a guy named Mark Asquith, who is just very, very involved in serving his customers. He views them more like family than he does as customers. He does live weekly Zoom broadcasts with the audience can chime in and ask him questions every week. They've got a really robust Facebook group where you can get help and commiserate if necessary with other creators who use Captivate as a hosting provider. And most importantly, a lot of beginner podcasters are budget conscious and maybe even those who are not beginners are still uh, budget conscious. And where many other podcasts will limit you by number of shows you can have with Captivate, you can have as many shows as you want. And that's really friendly for people who want to create more than one show or who want to experiment with multiple shows before deciding they want to commit to a single one. Yeah, thank you, Tanner. Okay, a couple other questions for you. So what are your thoughts on having more than one podcast, like maybe having one main podcast and having some other micro, I call them podcasts that are very targeted to a specific target audience or niche. If you are a business owner using podcasts as content marketing and as funnels, yes, you could create more than one and that would probably be helpful. 
because when you're creating podcasts for that purpose and the audio quality that you have to put into content marketing type podcasts is not as high as for an audio drama or something more uh, in the art department. So thank you so much, Tanner. Okay. Can I ask Tanner a question? Yeah, Shereen. Thanks so much. Tanner, what I wanted to do just to keep it simple and not have to learn anything else is I wanted to do my podcast to record them on Zoom and then take Camtasia, split the audio or actually um, edit it first, split the audio, use Otter AI for the transcripts and, and then I'll have this, this, the obviously the two, the video file and the audio file. Do you see any problems with that? Do you think there's a compromising quality? There's absolutely a compromising quality because you are producing something uh, for video, and then you're thinking about the audio as an after, uh, in the aftermath, what you're creating is video-based in Zoom. And so you're probably focused more on the video aspect, and that's the thing maybe you're even promoting more. And the audio that you get from a Zoom recording, it tends to have a lot of issues. You know how if you throw two rocks in a pond, eventually the waves meet each other and make one big wave? The same thing happens with sound. So you may notice in your Zoom recordings, you could be talking and someone else will talk at the same time. And then all of a sudden, neither one of you are talking. It's like the audio cancels itself out. It's doing that because of that little wave analogy. And if you're producing something for the sake of audio, to use the leftover or I don't know what the word is, but the byproduct audio of a video production is usually not ideal. You are probably podcasting for business purposes. Is that true? then for you, it may not matter at all because the people who are listening to those kinds of podcasts, they're not coming to that expecting to hear like a Dolby Digital 7.1 surround beautiful experience. They're, they're, <laughs> exactly. there, for the, they're there for the information. And, and in truth, they probably don't even notice the audio issues. Oh, fantastic. They're not there for the, they're there for the experience. They're not just there for the information. And business podcasts, generally, you're there just for the information. That's really helpful. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for that, Tanner. I'm going to throw out a few more tips and then we're going to announce when we're going to start bringing people up for questions. So I want to talk to you guys about launch strategy. If you're going to launch, make sure that you record at least like five to seven episodes from the get-go because of two reasons. One is when you launch your podcast, you want to launch with not just one episode, but four to six episodes because the more downloads that you get, the better it's going to be. Not saying that it's going to happen, but it can help you with having at least some chance of getting into new and noteworthy. But you really have to hype up your podcast even before you launch it so that you tell all of your friends, your family, your acquaintances, your email list that, okay, you're launching your podcast. It's going to be launched on this date, but you better commit to that date if you put it out there in the universe. And that's one reason. The other reason is that with podcasting, it's a commitment. And most people have at least a weekly show where they record and they have one episode a week. Some people do too. Some might just have maybe two episodes a month, but it's a commitment. And we all know that life can get in the way and you can get busy, you can get swamped, and then you don't want to be stressed out. Next week is here and you're supposed to have a episode that releases say on Friday and you don't have one, right? So you want to make sure that you're always ahead of the game because you will get busy, life will get in the way, and you don't want to be stressed out about it. Because when you're recording, you're stressed out, like it's going to be a different vibe than if you're just casually 
doing it where you're like, okay, I'm ahead of the game. I don't have to worry. So that's another tip when it comes to your launch strategy. Thank you for listening to part one of podcast launch strategy. I will be uploading part two in a few days as well, where you can listen to the clubhouse Q and a, and also we will be revealing the winners of the masterclass. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the mesmerizing marketing podcast. If you found this episode valuable, please subscribe to the show. So you don't ever miss an episode and also share it with your friends. Dimple would be so grateful if you could take a minute to leave a review and visit the podcast website to check out all the latest episodes at www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. That's www.mesmerizingmarketingpodcast.com. And follow Dimple on Clubhouse. Her handle is Marketing Expert. And also join her Mesmerizing Marketing Club, also on Clubhouse, for live rooms on top marketing strategies for entrepreneurs and business owners who want to mesmerize their marketing.